Welcome to the Divine Restoration Podcast. I am beyond excited and humbled that you are listening to this today. My hope is you will hear these stories and not just the words, but hear the stories for the deeper meaning, giving God all the glory. Please know you did not find this podcast by accident. You are meant to be listening to this today. Thank you. I want to share a story with you. And when I share this story, I need you to draw from the creative part of your brain and imagine with me the details of this story. Imagine the colors, imagine the scenery, imagine the emotion. I want to tell you the story of a young boy and his dad. This boy woke up one morning just as he had every other day of his life. But something about this morning felt different. You see, he was going to work with his dad this day. They had talked about this the night before and the boy could hardly sleep. He was so excited to get to spend the next day with his father. He knew his dad worked at the Harbor Bridge on the edge of town. His dad would tell him stories of what he did and about the trains that rolled by on the tracks and the ferries on the water. His dad was responsible for raising the bridge to allow the ferries to pass and lowering the bridge back flat for the trains to also pass. So on this morning, as they walked to the harbor, they passed the train station. At the train station, the boy looked up and saw some of the passengers. He saw a businessman in glasses reading the daily newspaper. He saw a woman in a red hoodie who smiled back at him through the window. He saw another man resting his head on the window with his eyes closed. As he looked at these people, he smiled. He didn't know what about them made him happy, but he smiled nonetheless. As they passed the train station, they came to the courtyard of the town. Now let me tell you, this boy was special. He was not like other boys in his school. This boy noticed people when everyone else kept walking. And as they were walking through the courtyard, the boy saw a woman sitting on the ground in tattered clothing and just a few of her personal belongings next to her. Her head was hanging low as she was staring at the wet bricks of the courtyard from the rain. The boy watched her for a minute. He felt something move in him. He sensed pain and suffering in her. He wanted to do something for her. Just then, his dad noticed that his son was no longer at his side. He looked back and he found him standing in the middle of the courtyard in the rain. The dad walked back, grabbed his son by the hand and said, Come, my son, we don't want to be late. As they continued their walk, they passed through a forest of trees that led down to the harbor waters. As they walked on the same path the father had walked every other day to get to work, his son asked him, Dad, what should I be when I grow up? The dad replied, Well, son, you can be whatever you want to be. The sky's the limit. The son thought about this for a minute. Then he said, Dad, I want a job that I can do something good for people. I want to change the world. The dad looked down at his son in admiration. You see, he always knew his son was special, but to hear his son actually say these words was so incredible. As they approached the harbor, the dad asked his boy to sit on the rock next to the water. He could get out his fishing gear 
and fish while his dead dad got to work because the train was coming, the same train they passed at the train station. He said, son, you sit here where you will be safe and I will be back for you. The son smiled up at his dad and cast out his line to wait patiently for the feel of a nibbling fish. The dad climbed up the stairs to the tower where all the levers and buttons that control the mechanics of the bridge were located. He saw a ferry heading toward the bridge. He called the captain on the phone to let him know as they approached the bridge, it would be safe for them to pass. He was in the tower now. He would raise the bridge. He hung up the phone, looked out the window down to his son. His son was there where he left him, following his direction. The boy looked up and they exchanged a loving smile. The boy then looked back out to the water to see if a fish had found the bait at the end of the hook. He heard a noise in the distance. It was the soft whistle of a train. The boy remembered from his dad's stories the train came every morning about this time, shortly after his dad arrived to work. But the, what the boy did not know was that the train was early this day. It wasn't due to cross the bridge for another half an hour. This would have allowed plenty of time for the bridge to rise for the ferry and be lowered for the passing train. The train whistle grew louder and louder as it approached. The boy looked over to the bridge and saw the bridge was still raised. He then looked up to the tower, but he could not see his dad. His dad was oiling the lever to, and to do this, he had to get down on the floor of the tower. So his dad did not see the train coming and he could not hear the whistle. The boy yelled up to his dad, 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 the train is coming. But there was no response. You see, the train was full that morning full of people like you and me. Some of us living in the monotony of our daily duties, like the businessman writing to his office just as he had done the past 10 years, or the single mother with her young children getting them off to school so she could get to her cleaning job, or the woman in the red hoodie who locked herself in the bathroom to liquefy heroin for her next shoot up. The man who was resting his head on the train window, wrestling with feelings of brokenness, trying to escape his pass with a one-way ticket to somewhere with new possibilities, but not knowing where that was. The train was approaching fast, full of passengers who had no idea what was happening ahead of them. The dad still not realizing. The boy knew he had to do something. He remembered the faces of the passengers on the train that he had seen just an hour before. He could not let them die. He remembered his dad telling him about an emergency lever on the bridge below the grate. He ran as fast as he could to the bridge. He lifted the grate when he reached it. It was then that his dad looked up and realized what was happening. He heard the train whistle and could now see it coming. He quickly grabbed the lever he had just oiled. He glanced down at the rock where he had left his son, but his son was not there. Sheer panic came over him. He looked back at the train heading his way. Just as he was about to pull the freshly oiled lever to lower the bridge, he saw his son reaching for the red emergency lever down below. But it was raining that day. And just as his son reached out to pull the lever, he slipped. He fell into the compartment below, 
while the bridge is raised, this compartment is an empty space. But when the bridge lowers, the metal beams of the bridge fill this space. The dad's heart sank into the pit of his stomach. The train was coming, but if he pulled that lever to lower the bridge, his son would be crushed. What was he to do? If he left the bridge up, hundreds of people on the train would die. But if he lowered the bridge, his son would die. Just then, he remembered their conversation on their walk through the forest. He remembered his son said he was going to change the world. Tears falling down his face, he cried out, Son, I love you. The bridge lowered, and without the passengers ever even realizing there was any danger ahead of them, the train came and safely crossed just as it had any other day. But this day was different. There was an unknown sacrifice made this day. The dad ran down and grabbed his son from below. He lifted his lifeless body and held him on his knees on the bridge that morning, crying out, my son, my son. The train had passed, but not too far just yet. The woman in the bathroom looked out the window and saw the boy being held by his father. She dropped the needle she was about to use for her next fix, placed her hand on the window, eyes wide staring at the boy when she realized what had happened. In the next days, the father would bury his only son and lay him to rest, heartbroken. A few years later, the father was walking through the courtyard. He saw a woman, a woman who had something familiar about her. He watched as she walked with a young boy about the age of three in her arms. She looked at him and their eyes met. She remembered him from the bridge that solemn day. She didn't know what to do. Here she was faced with a man who lost his son that day in order to save her. She simply smiled. The father continued to watch her and her boy. And as he did this, he felt peace a peace that had been missing for the past three years. He dropped to his knees, raised his arms, just as he had raised the bridge that day. He looked to the heavens and said one word, love. The Bible tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. My friends, I tell you this today because this is real. This is true. He sent his son for you and me. No matter what you are going through right now, no matter what battles you are facing, the bitterness, the hurt, the brokenness, he sent his son for you. You can find peace in this. The weight can be lifted off your shoulders. You are so, so loved. Dear God, you are so good. We thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to this earth to spread love and kindness, to do something good, to change the world. You take away all the pain, all the heartache. You take away the demons from our past. You have broken every chain, Jesus. You are our one-way ticket to new possibilities, and you give us hope, a hope for something better, something better that's bigger than ourselves. 
the pearl. 